Hello, and welcome to Be Intentional, the podcast that talks about marketing, mindset, and what it takes to be an impactful entrepreneur. Today, we are talking about marketing. I have a special guest with me today, Elizabeth Ruth, who is the owner of ER Marketing. And so, me being an owner of Day by Day Solutions, also a marketing service business, and Elizabeth being owner of ER Marketing, we are going to be talking all about marketing today. So I am super excited because this is just in my wheelhouse and something that I love to talk about and that I could talk about for a long time and to be able to bring her expertise and what she knows. And we do things very similar, but there are also a lot of things that we do differently. And so being able to have that whole sphere and spectrum and being able to look at marketing from different sides, what's working, what's not working, how things actually are and we get to geek out a little bit on on marketing and what we know and what we love and so I am really excited for today's show and I thank you Elizabeth for being here with me and being able to talk marketing today. Hi I'm Elizabeth I own ER Marketing Services and we design marketing strategies for our clients and write content for their website, blog post, social media, and email newsletters. Thanks for having me Josh. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. We were talking a little bit before and you have an amazing story and you do so much. I don't know how you have all the time to do all the things, but one of the things that I really love and that really stood out to me was the little personal touches that you do. And one of them being the interview style of your marketing and being able to help clients because we do something very similar. So can you tell us a little bit about that and why you do it that way? Yes. What I learned when I was in person networking, when we were able to do that all that <laughs> a couple years ago, when people would introduce themselves and speak about their business, there was a disconnect from what they were telling me to when I went home to check them out on their website or their social media. And the voice was totally different the passion was off. Uh, this was even before I had started my business doing the interview style. When I questioned them, they would say that they were using a marketing agency. And the way they use that agency, have any input into it, no voice opportunity, you know, no opportunity to share the passion or the reasoning for the business. So that is why I decided to do the interview approach because the entrepreneur, the business owner is still involved, but their voice can come through. They don't have to worry about the words, the wordsmithing. That's our job. They just tell us the story. One of the things that you do that is, I find amazing and, and actually I would love to learn more about because we do kind of one set, not the other, is you work with companies and businesses, but you also work with personal brands. So is there something that you've noticed kind of similar in both of them? And then also tips for each one for the business owner who doesn't have a personal brand and then for the people who are just starting out who do have personal brands? Yes. Right now, among all the social media platforms, short video marketing is huge. It's a big trend. So what that means is videos, 30 seconds to a minute on average, maximum three minutes. So YouTube has YouTube shorts. TikTok is huge. 
Instagram has reels. Even LinkedIn is getting in on the game with their stories. So uh, I would say that is definitely popular. And the distinction between a personal brand versus a business that doesn't have a face, so to speak, is the way that you tell those stories. So personal brands, you're, you're going to want to share you behind the scenes, how you work in your studio, your process. You make sure you don't give away the secret sauce, but you tell the story. You will get raving fans when they can really understand and be in awe of what you do. And we're victims of our own genius. We think, oh, doesn't everyone know how to knit a scarf? No, they don't. That's why people watch YouTube videos of people knitting or crocheting. And then for a business, you can still do short videos, but you're coming at it from your product or service perspective and telling that story. So you can show, so I'm going to use hat example because that's on my mind right now. But if you're knitting hats, you can show someone wearing it, show it in action. Or if you're a plumber, how cool would it be to see an installation of an elbow pipe? I don't know if that's the right term because I'm not a plumber, <laughs> but, you know, seeing how to install something or what pieces come into your home when you're getting a service call. No, that would be cool to tell a story. Awesome. So, so story messaging and in video form, I love that because that, that's very similar to what we do as well. And we definitely are big proponents on that. And that is really big right now, especially with TikTok and all the fun stuff. So one of the things with story messaging is the foundation, right? The message. <laughs> And that seems to be kind of where the hiccup is in a lot of, in a lot of businesses, right? Where that messaging, it, it's hard to be consistent. It's, I already told this, what do I put out next? I already said that. And so any tips or advice for uh, people who are getting stuck on the messaging and trying to, you know, be consistent? Yes. Let's say we're taking a story about we're going to use the plumber example. He's installing a sink. When you're thinking about that story, jot down who, what, when, where, why, and how. That becomes five different posts because you come at it from what is it or what was the problem of why you were called in to replace a sink? Is it a new house build? Is it a repair? Was there a rotted pipe somewhere? How could someone have prevented that? That could be your how. What, you know, what sink options are there? What tap options can go in it? Where? Where can you find a plumber to work with in your area? You know, how do you vet qualifications if you have the right person? So there are so many aspects from one job that you could pull apart, and that's your five different posts. And don't forget, client perspective, testimonial. Don't just take our word for it. This is what our clients have to say. People hearing that, I'm sure that there's like, yes, this breakthrough of like, there's so much stuff I can do. But then right away there becomes this overwhelm of like, 
well, I'm working, I'm on a job. How in the world am I going to do all this stuff? And, and uh, one of the things that we were talking about beforehand was how important it is to stay top of mind, but that doesn't mean flooding social media. That doesn't mean flooding your accounts with content every five minutes. And so what would be kind of a structure or a, a good pattern to follow if you're just starting out, you're just beginning your marketing journey? I would say social and media, they're used together, but they're actually two very different things. So your media are your posts, whether they're videos or static posts, they're pictures. And you do want to have that. It has its place because people will come and vet you. Is this business still around? Are they active on their accounts? And it's just a peace of mind check-in that they will do. And just like a sign on your lawn, they have to come across it. They have to drive by your house or your account in this case. So whether you're using a hashtag that they're looking up, you are in a location, you're using the location and they're looking for your city plumber keywords. If when they're scrolling, you come up on the for you page or they're coming directly to your account. So that's the media part. The social part is your, hi, nice to meet you, that you would do at an in-person event or when you actually speak to a client. So when you use both of those, that is how you rise to the top and get success. One of the things that we, we talk about a lot in, you know, with our clients, especially if they're regional or local to the area and they have you know, a local service area, is LinkedIn. LinkedIn has been a great tool for that. And the reason is because one, you can make the about you page, about you section into basically, you know, a little mini landing page. You post your content and then you go and you can literally search by location, by profession, by title and connect with people. And we always tell them the first thing that they're going to do is they're going to see who wanted to connect with them. And then they're going to go stalk you. They're going to go look at your feed, see what kind of stuff you post, see what's going on in there before they decide whether they want to connect with you or not. And so I believe that that's very similar to what you're saying, correct? Is like there is that each section, even though we, we kind of lump them together because social media, there's that media part and then that social part of being an actual human being and connecting mm -hmm. with someone on a real basis to make sure that they know, like, and trust us. Yes. Perfect. With that know, like, and trust, I, I love what you said of going out and doing that in person. I, we, I believe that old school ways of networking and that type of stuff still are the best because you can read so much from someone and you can get so much information that we don't even really realize that's kind of subconscious, whether we know someone, whether we like someone, whether, you know, their, their vibe kind of vibes with us or whether we get, you know, kind of a weird feeling like, oh, they're trying to scam us or they're trying to push something on us kind of thing. That is hard to sometimes in text, but yes. with COVID and with different, different, you know, things going on right now where places are shut down and a lot of the networking events not really opening up to their full extent right now. Are there any other ways to be able to have that personal touch and connect with people online? I'm pretty sure that's why short videos are trending. It's the closest you can get to an in-person experience, especially when a person is in front. So even if you have a business, if you're showcasing your team, Maybe John is in charge of Mondays and he just, you know, records a day in the life of what he's working on. And it doesn't have to be his face, but his perspective 
and make it very clear. This is John and this is his job. And here's what he has on his docket today. So when you take people along, it's the closest that you can get to an in-person experience. And another tip is think about your buyer habits. When you're looking to purchase or work with someone, especially in a service capacity, I know for me, before I hire a coach or want to sign up for a course, I watch their videos on YouTube or wherever I can find because I want to know what vibe are they putting off? Do I have faith in what they're saying? Do I believe? Does it align with what I'm looking for? And the other thing is, could I listen to them for eight hours if it's a course or will their voice just grate on me and I couldn't listen to it? So... (laughs) Video, and I know a lot of us are shy about it, but really, you get a really good feel for someone through it. No, I completely agree. And I love what you said about their voice and all that fun stuff, because I was actually talking to a client this morning and we were talking about even a great story with a horrible narrator is someone is going to be a horrible (laughs) story because you just can't stand it, whether you're an audio book or a course or video. And uh, we were talking a little bit about being self-aware when you're marketing, whether people, whether you're a very serious person, whether you like to joke, people who are receptive to that, that's going to be your target audience. Because sometimes we're like, oh, we want to go after the X and X person. They're like, great, but you don't have the personality that they're going to like because you're this way and they're that way. And they're going to be clients you don't want <laughs> because they're going to want it a certain way and all this fun stuff. So I believe that self-awareness is a, is a big deal when it comes to marketing. Because if you're targeting the wrong people, you're going to feel like you're ineffective when really you're just in the wrong market. Mm -hmm. So any tips for finding the right target audience? For finding, I think first you have to be aware of who really resonates with your brand or if you're the personal brand with you and who do you want to work with? So for me, Do I have men clients? Yes. But my ideal audience are female entrepreneurs between a certain age who live in Canada and the United States. So when I'm speaking, I'm speaking to a female of a certain age who I know is from North America and my message is tight. That's going to resonate with them. And because my message is tight, that's how I'm attracting male clients or maybe someone who's not exactly in that age range because my message is true of what I offer for my services. So that's the first way in terms of finding clients by the attraction module. And then using that social piece of social media, where are those people hanging out? In my case, my audience is hanging out in Facebook groups for female entrepreneurs. If I was locally specific, I might go into mom groups in the geographic area of where I live because maybe there's moms who are trying to raise their children but have an at-home business and they need help to market it to build it up. So when you are really understanding who you serve best and relate to best, then you just find out where are they hanging out and you speak to them there. I love it. And you're exactly right. You know, for everyone listening, we, you know, that we're both marketers and we both talk to entrepreneurs, 
but it is two different markets, you know? And so that's why I believe like collaborations like this are really important. Being able to connect with other people in your field because it's not about competition, it's about collaboration. And I really believe that we're all better when we all work together. I um, got that from a friend. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> and so we do, you know, when you are starting out, collaborating, being, and those of you have been on this show or listened to this show before, you guys know that I'm a really big proponent on, you know, LinkedIn, but also podcast guests, being a podcast, being on podcast or any type of, of uh, different collaboration that way is a great way to get exposure, is a great way to connect with other people and the network because a lot of times we don't know what we don't know. And so when we connect with other people, it really does break that down and gives you kind of that exposure to things that you may not have thought of, you know, because everyone has has a creative spark that if you listen to them enough, you're gonna be like, oh, that's right. I never thought of it that way. That is a good idea. Um, yes, and on collaborations, let's say you're a realtor and you have a home team of, people that you can refer who can service homes. So you have a plumber, you have an HVAC person, you have an electrician, I don't know who else you would need, but if you have the team together, that is an incredible service that not all real estate agents are offering. And you don't have to be the real estate agent, why can't you be the plumber? and put together a realtor, the HVAC, the electrician, you know, whomever you need. And then you have a referral pod. And what's also nice, make sure that you like the work that the other people do. But when you go into the home and you have to do the electrical work after the plumber, you know that the quality is there so that you can tie in what you need to make the dishwasher work. I don't know how exactly it would work, but you know what I mean? You know that it's going to be set up right for you. You're not gonna have to undo things. Exactly, and I love that. From a lot of the listeners here, you guys know that we talk about business collaborations, right? So if you, just because you sell flowers doesn't mean that you can't connect with another florist in town, but it also means that you can connect with a restaurant, that you connect with the co-working space, that you connect, and that's, that is essentially uh, what Elizabeth is talking about is collaboration and making sure that you basically set up a nice little team of people who you know, like, and trust, because as we've talked about before, you know that we are more likely to take a recommendation from a friend and from someone we trust than to just see an ad and click on it and buy. And so word of mouth is a big deal. Elizabeth, so many gold nuggets, so many amazing things. And, um, we have a little bit of a surprise for you. Elizabeth is amazing. And not only is she awesome to be here and give us advice, but she came bearing gifts. And so mm -hmm. I'd like to talk, like to give you a little bit of space to be able to share with, share your gift. Sure. So I've created a quiz to help you and I'm going to give Josh the link so he can drop it in the description of the podcast. This quiz will show you where to go next in your marketing strategy. Many times I have businesses come to me and say, okay, yeah, that sounds great. I need to do everything. <laughs> I need to do the website, the blog post, the social media, the email newsletters. And then their eyes get really big and they're overwhelmed. So I like to have them just do one step at a time, 
we fold in the next step, but we start where it makes sense based on their goals and where they are now. So, you know, where are you now? Where do you want to be? Does it make sense for your business to have a website? It might not if you have something urgent that you're trying to fill, like a workshop or you have empty spaces in your schedule that you need booked up. Let's go to social media. So this quiz will tell you, based on your answers, where it makes sense for you to go next. You guys can see that in the show notes and just click the link below and it'll take you right there to that quiz. If you want to follow or connect with Elizabeth, or if you are in need of her services, where can they find you? If you go to my website, ermarketingservices.com, fill in my contact form. And as soon as you fill it in, you're going to be sent an email with a link to book a discovery call with me. It's a 30 minute complimentary session to make sure that we're a good fit and that we can help you with what you're hoping to achieve. And I'm very active on Instagram. You can find me at ER Marketing Services. Awesome. And those links will be in the show notes as well. So make sure you go and say hi and look at her social media. As you guys know, I love getting DMs from the listeners and being and being able to answer any questions or any clarifying questions that you may have questions about or just want to say hi or that you listened. And so I'm sure Elizabeth would love that too, because as marketers, we love to know that what we yes. do is actually impacting people. So Absolutely. Go to her Instagram and, and send her a little hello. And I'm sure she would love to connect. Elizabeth, any last pieces of advice or tips? Everyone has a story, even if you don't think you do. So try and think about a behind the scenes or a testimonial or one of your favorite experiences with an ideal client. And whether you're making it into a video or a static post, try and take a moment before you post it and jot down one or two points for every who, what, when, where, why, and how. And that will really help give you a starting point for half a dozen to a dozen blog post ideas. You have it in you. You just don't know it's there, but I believe it's there. <laughs> I love it. Yes, exactly. And if you haven't written that down yet, rewind, write that down because that is gold. Thank you so much, Liz, for being on the show and really appreciate you being here. Thank and, you and so much, Josh. That was a great combo. <laughs> Thanks. So until next time, bye. Thank you for spending a little time with me today on Be Intentional Podcast. I would love to connect with you and hear about how you're applying today's message in your marketing, in your personal life, in your business. You can DM me at Josh Oldmost SR, that's J-O-S-H-O-L-M-O-S-S-R, or LinkedIn, Joshua Oldmost, or website, josholdmostsr.com. I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. And if you feel like you would benefit the listeners and that you want to be a guest on the podcast, please feel free to reach out. I would love to hear your story and what you're doing to be an intentional, impactful entrepreneur.